Board Gaming with Education, a podcast for anyone curious about how games and education mix. We explore various topics like game-based learning, gamification, and board games, and the impacts they have on learning. Here's your host, Dustin Statz. Welcome to a solo episode of Board Game with Education. It's just me and you on the other end here today. And I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about some updates with Board Game with Education. I'm also going to share some games we've been playing and some resources you can check out to maybe join some of your family and friends virtually over the holidays. So before we get into the episode, I really hope you enjoy your upcoming holidays or maybe you're listening to this when you're celebrating your holidays and you are well into your holidays and the new year, depending on when this episode makes it to you. But we're recording this just a couple weeks before Christmas, which is the holiday that I celebrate with my family. And for this Christmas, we will definitely be staying home. It was originally planned to make a trip to Nebraska. We, My wife and I, we exchange years. So one year we'll celebrate in Los Angeles. And then the next year, we usually celebrate in Omaha. It was Omaha's year this year, so I'm sad I won't be back in Nebraska. But hopefully... Soon things will be back to normal. That's a little bit something I want to also chat about today. But that will be saved for when I share some updates from Board Game with Education. So getting into some updates, one update, if you're listening to this the day this episode comes out, which is Monday, December 14th, we have a holiday promotion sale going on today and tomorrow. It finishes on the 15th. It's a really great sale. It's from our web store, boardgamewitheducation.com. We have a special where if you spend $35, you get a free game, the Christmas Lights card game, and you get 10,000 Edugamer points, which is actually $10 in store credit. We have some other varying levels depending on how much you spend, and you get bonus store credit for our store. And we have some games on sale today and tomorrow. So today and tomorrow, our, our family games are on sale. So games like Catan and Ticket to Ride, and Code Names. Those are some examples of our family games that you can check out on our site that are for sale. And if you've been staying with us for the past, I don't know, I would say half year now, we started developing this store for our website about six months ago, Roger and I, and we looked into developing resources for board games. So initially, we had thought about this idea well over a year ago, And it's been on the back burner and it's something that I was wanting to get going and Roger and I connected and we started doing this. So you can listen to that episode season 10 preview if you want to hear a little bit more about that process. But we started this process about six months ago and then in October we launched the store. And we're really excited because we've been moving along. It's a slow process because we really want to vet the games and we want to develop strong resources for the game so right now if you go to our site you'll see we have resources for most of our science-based games we'll have the last couple resources here in the next two or three weeks before the end of the new year but what's really cool is if you purchase any game through our store if we develop resources for that game in the future you get instant lifetime access to those resources We're really trying to look at board games and how we can leverage them for learning in the classroom and at home. So Roger and I, our experience is as educators, and we've used board games for learning in the classroom. And because of this pandemic, we noticed a lot of other families are 
maybe at home learning, they're homeschooling, or they're looking for extra activities to do with their kids that aren't in front of the computer screen. So we've started to look at resources that we can develop for at home learning too. So if you want to check out our website, boardgamewitheducation.com, you can check out some of the resources. One thing we would love to hear from you, if you have any games that you would really love to see some learning resources developed for, or any games that you would really love to see in our store, reach out to us and let us know. That's podcast at boardgamingwitheducation.com. We're always looking for genuine feedback on the store, on the website, on our process for developing resources. So again, just feel free to reach out to us, podcast at boardgamewitheducation.com. I also want to share a couple other updates from Board Game with Education, and that is our Instagram channel. I have been going live every Friday to talk about things like this, our updates. So if you're curious on a week-by-week basis what kind of updates are happening at Board Game with Education, follow us on Instagram. I also talk about some games we've been playing and some games on our site as well. So it's more of a game chat and update chat about board gaming with education. And with that, I want to know what games you've been playing. That's something I always ask every Friday. So let me know what games you've been playing because maybe I'm missing out on some games and I'm really curious to hear what games you're playing out there, maybe what games you're planning to play for this upcoming holiday season two. And that's the next two things. We'll kind of transition into some resources for you to check out to play some games this holiday season as one Next year, we're not really sure what next year is going to look like, um, whether it's going to be, again, this very virtual setting of meeting with friends, meeting with family, virtual learning, virtual working, or if things are going to slowly transition back to normal. We will have a future update episode in the new year for what to expect for the year 2021 from Board Game with Education. And before we get into the new year, we're creating a list of five top five lists right now we have our first list out we're coming out with three more so i mentioned that because our first list is a top five board game websites or other adjacent resources of 2020 and i bring this up because what's really awesome about this list we go over some resources that you can use for meeting with friends and family online some of the sites that we mention as a bonus resource are Tabletop Simulator, Tabletopia, Board Game Arena. And then we have this massive, massive list. It's actually a Google Sheet that was put together by the larger board game community of virtual spaces you can play different games. So the list is insanely big. It's got anything that you've come across on the internet for virtual board games is on that list. So To check out our top five list, you can go to boardgamewitheducation.com. If you go to our podcast and community tab, it will be one of the first blog posts or podcast episodes if you scroll down. Or you can just go to boardgamewitheducation.com backslash top dash five dash board dash game dash websites dash 2020. And we'll leave a link for that in the show notes too so you don't have to go around searching for that or typing it into your browser but I want to talk about each of the, the top five things and then go over that list with you. So the first one that we had highlighted was Board Game Atlas. We really like this website because what's really cool in this website is if you're looking to purchase board games, they compile a list of how much games cost across the internet 
and it's a historical data-driven list. So you can look back at what price a board game was in the past so that you can look at some historical lows for board games. They also have a board game deals tab, but that's that's not really all the site is. The site is very much like if you're familiar with Board Game Geek, which is a website that is for board gamers to share ideas on how they feel about different games, to create communities around different games, to upload content about different games. So Board Game Atlas does this as well. So it's really awesome that it combines both these things in one place. Uh, Board Game Half was our number two on our list, and they are a awesome kind of review content site for board games. And we really love this site because of the user interface. It's really easy to jump around on the site. They categorize games very well too. Uh, you can kind of witness this in one of their tabs. It's very up at the. It's at the very top. It's called Find a Board Game, and it really you go through this list and you see how well organized their categories are for their board games and how they come up with suggestions based on what kind of game you're looking for. And then number three, which the, these these lists, it's in no particular order, but this might be my favorite from our list is Board Game Stats app. So it is $3.99, which is, I know it's it's kind of tough, <laughs> at least to spend money on an app for me. It It's always like, oh, do I really need this app? But I'm happy, really, really happy I spent the $3.99 on this. They have an add-on for $1.99, which is like bonus stats, which if you're if you're super into that, you might want to consider that too. I'm still on the fence whether I want to get that. But what I really love about this, I was able to look back this year and look at all the games I played. And my wife and I, I was able to see, oh, we played over 100 games together this year. I think the total when I looked was 105. And I had played maybe 150 in total this past year. So it was really cool to look back at the games I played, the games I played most. I'm going to actually pull it up now and see what games I played the most. So the most I played was Clank Legacy. That was six. And we haven't finished that campaign because it's a 10-game campaign. Nefarious, five times. Seasons, five times. Architects of the West Kingdom, four times. Food Chain Magnet, four times. March of Ants, four times. Search of Planet X, four times. So those are the top kind of games I played this past year. Kind of crazy to think that some games I haven't played more than a couple times in a year. Um, I think I'm looking at the list though too. There's some on here that maybe I didn't record like Wavelength. I only recorded that once, but I know I played that more than once. But it's kind of one of those games you just pick up and you start playing. And Keyforge, I'm pretty sure I played that a couple more times, just one. Some other games on here that I've played virtually, I did not record as well. But it's really cool. Like, I love to look back at that and see, okay, wow, I did really play a lot of games this year. And I'm excited I was able to get some of these games to the table. But also makes me think, well, I I need to maybe maybe play a little bit more. <laughs> Number four on our list is Adventures in Game Schooling. And I, I had highlighted this website because I really love what Ryan's doing. There's some really clever and unique articles on his website. For example, the one that he has, Ryan's book and board game cor corner. So it's a really unique take on making learning thematic through pairing a book with a board game. So that's really, really cool. Kind of creates or goes into that tangential learning process maybe where you're playing a game 
reading a book and then you want to kind of dive more into that topic, which is really awesome. And he also talks about different board games from a homeschooler's perspective. There's a couple different authors on the site that talk about games from a homeschooler's perspective, which is really, really important during this time too, with a lot of families moving to homeschool or just looking at more ways to reinforce learning from what they maybe feel like they're missing out on in school for in-person learning. The last one is Board Game Spotlight Facebook group. This one is my favorite Facebook group centered around board games. Uh, I love what Lizzie, Derek, and company are doing as moderators and in the community. I also love to see them highlight games that I enjoy too, so it's kind of really cool to see that we have a similar taste in games in that space. Uh, And what's also really awesome about it, they host giveaways from publishers. We hosted a giveaway in their group. They have loads of active board game designers, publishers, and media in the group that are really active and engaging in the community there. And occasionally they do play through some games live, so you can check out some games that they might play through live. And then like I mentioned, and I promised at the beginning before I went into this list list, was the online sites for playing board games. So I mentioned the three, Tabletop Simulator, Board Game Arena, and Tabletopia. Those are the three I've used. Board Game Arena is my personal favorite just because it's very accessible for everyone. Tabletop Simulator I would choose as a close second because... You can do a lot, and me personally, I like to use it, but it's a large ask to find friends and family that aren't big board gamers to jump on Tabletop Simulator, and that's for two reasons. It does cost $20, and then they do a lot of sales, which you can usually find it for $10 if you're patient, but on top of that, it's it's kind of a hard thing to discover and use. Uh, it's even for friends that are very familiar with games and even myself, when I first started using it, I had to really get used to the interface. So I, now I'm perfectly fine with it. I love to go on it. I love to play games on there, but it's a large ask for people who maybe don't play a lot of board games or are not familiar with tabletop simulator. So that's why I suggest board game arena because one, it's free. There are games on there that are free. You can get a membership, which is around $3 a month or $9 a year, that gives you access to a few more games. Not, I mean, most of them are free, but then you have access to a few more free one or a few more games that are paid. And you don't have to wait for a table, but even with the free version, I never had to wait for a table. And I think that's kind of the idea of waiting for a server space to play your game. And what's also really cool about it, the games are coded into the rules, if that makes sense. I'm not I'm not a computer programmer, so I don't know the specific terminology for this, but essentially you cannot cheat in the game. If the game if in the game you're not allowed to discard a card, it will not let you discard a card. So it's very much rule-based and you don't have to learn what you can and can't do. The game kind of just doesn't let you do it. You do have to learn how to play because you could just kind of click around and discover how to play but uh, I think it's a little bit easier to go and look into the rules and watch a couple of the playthrough videos. Tabletopia, I haven't had a lot of experience with this one. That's why I don't really have a top one or top two but it is super super user friendly I guess compared to Tabletop Simulator. It's still a little bit more of an ask 
for people not familiar with using games or using online spaces like this. It's also like Tabletop Simulator in a way where you're able to really develop any game you want on their platform. So I think both Tabletop Simulator and Tabletopia are very useful for board game designers, especially. Board Game Arena seems like it's more of a, maybe a, I guess they would all be pushed for publishers, but Board Game Arena is very user-friendly and very much more open to a mass market of games. And then the last one, the game-specific sites for playing board games. So this list is, let's see, it's pretty big. I have, right now, it's at 155. There's 155 different websites you can go to. Board Game Arena, Tabletop Simulator, Tabletopia are all on this list. And they have websites like places to play checkers. Um, they have places to play code names, cribbage, down for a block. I don't even know what that game is, but that's on here. Game of Thrones. It's a deck game, deck construction game, so a deck builder. Hanabi. Uh, Insta Poker, Texas Hold'em Poker, <laughs> Just One, Mafia, Monopoly, um, some websites with multiple games like the ones I mentioned, uh, Skull, which is a fun kind of bluffing game, Telestration. So again, check out this list. It's huge. It's worth checking out. Again, it's boardgamewitheducation.com. You can find it in our podcasting community tab or even on our sidebar, there's a list of our recent blog post and podcast episodes, top five board game websites or adjacent resources of 2020. And we'll have that in the show notes too. So this was just a solo episode. And to be honest, we did have an interview scheduled for today, but because we changed the format of our interviews and we kind of have to line up schedules, it's a little bit more challenging to get schedules lined up. That's a little kind of behind the scenes look at how we develop our podcast. So that will come out next week and we kind of just switched the episode release dates. This was supposed to be the next week was supposed to be the solo episode and this week was supposed to be the interview, but that's okay. Things happen and we're still getting out our episode for today. And before I go, I always want to hear from you. What games are you playing? And if you have any feedback or suggestions for a podcast, Love to hear those podcasts at boardgamewitheducation.com. I hope you enjoy your holidays, and I will talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening in this week. If you like what you heard, be sure to let us know. You can find us on social media as Board Gaming with Education or BGE Games, or email us at podcast at boardgamingwitheducation.com. If you want to support our podcast, be sure to check out our support page on our website. As always, teach better, learn more, and most importantly, play more. Thank you for listening, and until next time.